Hello and welcome to the Stem Cell Healing Institute podcast. In case you have any questions regarding this program, please write us at info at stemcellhealinginstitute.com. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Stem Cell Healing Institute podcast. This is a weekly podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are here with Dr. Sara Figueredos. She is the Technical and Research Director of the Institute. How are you, doctor? I'm very well, Louise. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so we do have an interesting topic today, as always, how the stem cells can help for liver disease. What can you tell us about the properties of the stem cells helping patients with liver disease? Okay, so basically, uh, again, as we know, as many of our listeners know, the stem cells are, are regenerative. So what, what that means is that they can go in and regenerate damaged tissues. In this case, the liver. The liver itself is, is an organ that can, to some degree, regenerate itself. Um, and it can reverse uh, damage even on its own um, if, uh, you know, given the right opportunities and in the right situation. So, uh, so what the stem cells do is they go in and uh, help the liver regenerate uh, the damaged tissues that may have been uh, damaged from many different causes. And I know you're probably going to ask me, how how can liver disease uh, come about? Is, is that correct, Louise? Yeah. I, I remember you mentioned once that because of our diet down here in the Latin American countries, it was uh, we were... Uh, propense to have liver disease. Is that correct? Uh, yes, yes. So, so cirrhosis of the liver, there are two types. There's alcoholic cirrhosis and non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver. And what that means is basically it's, it's a fatty liver and it compromises the function of the liver and, uh, and it causes inflammation. And so the alcoholic um, cirrhosis of the liver is, is self-explanatory. It's uh, with the high intake of alcohol. With um, non-alcoholic, now what causes non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver? Certain medications can do that, but um, specifically in our diet, something that we can really control is um, eating things like corn and peanuts. Those two are very, very high in a fungus called uh, aflatoxin. And even if the peanuts and, and corn uh, or maize is uh, organic, we can't get away with um, uh, the aflatoxin and very high quantities of it in, the, in, in corn and, uh, uh, and peanut commodities. So uh, we want to try to minimize, if not to eliminate, corn and peanut products in our in our diet and i know so many of our listeners love peanut butter they love their doritos oh um, we love in, we love tortillas <laughs> that's right here in 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 uh, the latin american countries yes it is it's a staple uh tortillas tamales the snack foods that are made with corn, corn chips, you know yes. exactly corn chips tortilla chips and so it's it's a staple. So it's really hard for a lot of um, Latin Americans uh, uh, to to uh, be away with uh, that type of uh, 
you know, with corn. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, there is a high prevalence of non-alcoholic uh, cirrhosis here in, in Latin America because of that very fact. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so that's one big cause of, of non-alcoholic cirrhosis. So these stem cells do have some anti-inflammatory properties that will help... That's Yes, that's right. That's right. That's only one. Uh, well, it's one of the biggest um, effects of stem cells on on any tissue is uh, and in the whole you know uh, body as a whole system is uh, the anti-inflammatory effects that that decrease in C-reactive proteins, decrease in uh, erythrocyte sedimentation rate. If we're looking at blood work, um, we can see all these things uh, very objectively. We can measure them. Um, and uh, and so in the case of liver disease and uh, and, and basically any other uh, uh, disease or, or condition where there's high inflammation with stem cells, we definitely see a reduction in the inflammatory markers. Okay. In this case, to treat liver disease, what are the stem cell treatment options? I mean, what type of stem cells would you use? Mm -hmm. So... In this case, we would use stem cells taken from the bone marrow uh, with our proprietary uh, uh, expansion and uh, harvesting and our cocktails that we use that we can generate um, brand new non-toxic stem cells um, in, in the hundreds of millions, uh, which is so important. And we apply the stem cells in the, in the portal circulation, which is directly into the liver circulation. And so we would use bone marrow in, in depending on whether uh, we may even combine them with endometrial stem cells, depending on whether there, there's a, any kind of a uh, liver damage caused by autoimmune conditions, which endometrial stem cells address very, very well. And um, so we would most likely use a combination of those two, or at least the bone marrow. Again, depending on the on the primary cause. This is also called hepatitis C, is that correct? That's right. So mm -hmm. hepatitis, um, which are all uh, hepatitis A, B, C, which are all um, uh, liver diseases, then can cause inflammation of the liver and so on. The stem cells can absolutely address uh, uh, address the, the liver damage caused by hepatitis as well. Okay. Um, after the treatment, what my future will look like? In case, in case <laughs> That's I, a good question. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, you know, we see um, uh, an, a, a decrease in inflammation for sure, uh, increase in liver, liver, liver function. So we, we, do a, uh, we do all of the objective tests. We do liver enzymes, liver, all the liver panel Uh, liver function tests, and then um, after some time, we would see liver enzymes uh, decrease. Uh, we would see inflammation decrease. We would see an overall uh, increase in functionality of, of the liver. And so we would also see, you know, decrease in any kind of pain that may have been caused, um, any kind of jaundice-type situations uh, where it's, it's a yellowish, uh, yellowing of the skin. I was just uh, going to ask you that, yeah, because the skin totally changes when you have hepatitis. 
That's right. That's right. Because the liver just can't clear out. Uh, it's just not capable of clearing out um, toxins. Toxin. So the kidney, right. And the kidney is uh, one organ that clears out uh, water soluble toxins. And that's what we, we urinate out. Uh, in the case of the liver, the liver is always working to eliminate fat soluble toxins. And um, and when those aren't being eliminated, they accumulate and make our body really toxic. But in both cases, our body can get very toxic if we can't eliminate them well, if the kidney isn't working well, if the liver isn't working well. So, uh, and the ki- and the liver is directly linked to the digestive tract. So um, so we see digestion improving, uh, bowel movement, um, uh, bowel movements improving, and better elimination. Uh, because of uh, uh, of the liver uh, functioning better. And after the stem cells are applied, doctor, um, how long does it take for the stem cells to do their work? Okay, so that, you know, the general rule of thumb is about three months. Three months to see some kind of change. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen, yes, we have seen patients uh, feel better within weeks or days. Um, in other cases, yes, we will need uh, that time for the, re- you know, regeneration takes time. We, we Damage doesn't happen overnight. It can take over time. And however, whatever the, the cause might be, it can take time for a, a condition to get to a point to where you see a change in the function and you feel different. And so regeneration and real regeneration of, of cells and tissues and organs takes time and so we we usually say general rule of thumb is three months to see some kind of change and that to you know that could be just the beginning of the change uh and then it can continue from there and i believe you um do the whole preparation like the environment for these stem cells to um do their job right Mm-hmm. Right. So the the internal milieu, that's right. That's the environment we're talking okay. about in the body. Yes. So all of the preparation, all of the pre-treatment protocol, um, as I've mentioned in our past podcast, but I will absolutely mention them here for new listeners. So we, our very, very comprehensive treatment includes a total body detoxification program, which include, uh, which involves a, uh, a nutritional IV of uh, uh, B vitamins, vitamin C, uh, minerals, and antioxidants. And it's just a potent uh, um, little IV that helps start the detoxification process in the liver and the body. And then we follow that up with four nights of an organic coffee suppository with antioxidants as well and, uh, and B vitamin shots. And then we... Uh, use do that in tandem with uh, age-appropriate growth hormone therapy, uh, which again is preparing the the body uh, and, and almost rejuvenating it to the point that it will receive, uh, it'll create great stem cells and receive the stem cells in the best possible environment, uh, along with oxygen therapy, uh, which where uh, which will do uh, in the form of either hyperbaric oxygen therapy or exercise with oxygen therapy, depending on the patient's limitations. Um, and, um, and again, these are all things that are, you know, oxygen is life-giving. Um, and it's, it's again, sort of rejuvenate, rejuvenating, preparing the body and the stem cells um, 
And then uh, lastly, we will include a stem cell enhancement formula, which is a, uh, a really nice blend of, uh, and it's very personalized blend of herbs and minerals, uh, again, to keep the stem cells just humming. And um, all of this, usually we, we continue after the patient uh, uh, goes back, uh, goes home. Um, we, we continue it for up to three months. And we only have the patient in Guatemala for seven to ten days, depending on on what we're treating. Do we do the follow up after they leave Guatemala, doctor? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Luis. Thank you for mentioning that. Yep, yeah, we sure do. We uh, we will follow up every uh, every couple of weeks, and it's it's a matter of just tracking their progress and um, and you know making little tweaks if we have to. Um, in, in certain things and, uh, and yeah, basically tracking progress is really important for us. Yeah. The reason why I asked you that last question was because I can hear some testimonials of your patients that you were always doing the follow-up and that's very important for any patient suffering any disease that the person that we go usually go to, uh, well, uh, is taking care of us and they call and they are checking up on us. So that's very important. And I know you do that. So that's why I ask you that question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Louise. Yes, that's really important for me. Yeah, we, you know, I don't, I don't like to just treat a patient and say, okay, goodbye, good luck. Uh, Hope everything works out for you. <laughs> you know, imagine, so I feel very... Imagine if that is important for you uh, how important it is for your patients? I mean, it's for it's, the patient yeah, exactly. It's it's something exactly. that no, like you said, no one does, and I know you do it. So, Thank um, you. doctor, anything else you would like to add to this podcast? Um, no, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Um, we, I guess, we should mention that uh, yes, the treatment takes place in Guatemala because it's just not available in North America. Um, legally, and um, and we have the patients come down for seven to ten days. So we provide uh, with the treatment. We provide accommodations as well as a personal driver, and uh, and we make arrangements for any kind of local tours and um, uh, and excursions if necessary, which I would highly recommend. And. Um, yeah, and I'm sure, uh, Louise, I'm sure you'll follow up with contact information. For sure. Yeah, at the end of this podcast, you will find all the information how, how to contact Dr. Figueredo. In case you have any questions, we will deliver those questions directly to the doctor. So, doctor, uh, I appreciate your time and thank you for sharing with us um, your knowledge. Um, well. You it's always a pleasure, Louise. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. You take care. Bye -bye. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. If you want to contact us at the Stem Cell Healing Institute or Dr. Sarah Figueredo, you may do it by calling us. In North America, you may dial plus one two zero nine six nine zero seven eight three six. Also, if you want to write us by WhatsApp, you may add plus 502-4220-7297. Please send us an email at info at stemcellhealinginstitute.com. And don't forget to visit our website, stemcellhealinginstitute.com. 
Also, if you like to recommend our treatments, you may find us on Facebook at Stem Cell Healing Institute. Please follow us on Instagram at Stem Cell HI. If you want to recommend this podcast, please refer to anchor.fm slash stem cell healing. Also, you may find us with that very same name on Spotify. If you want to watch our videos, please go to Dr. Sarah Figueredo, that is on YouTube. Thank you.